Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am so pleased you are able to join me this fine evening. Your timing could not have been better, as I was looking for a volunteer for my next experiment. <clears throat> Do not fret. I already tested it on some prisoners, and the results were very enlightening. <laughs> You are needed for this experiment so we can save our kingdom from its financial woes. Yes. What is this experiment? It is my time machine, of course. We shall plunder... <coughs> I mean, obtain the treasures of the past and restock the king's vaults. This is a just cause, you see. Yes. Just indeed. And whence to send you? That is another good question, for which I obviously already have the answer. Thanks to my scriculations, I know exactly the time and place to send you. Please just sign on the dotted line, um, here. Oh, don't worry about the experiment disclosure text at the bottom. I just need to calibrate the machine. Fortunately for you, there are riches to be had. My apparatus is already set, so you can be debriefed by Ramble Shamble. Good day, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ramble Shamble. Today, I am joined again by my co-host, Mackie. Hello. Yes, and... We, we chose an interesting topic for today, a, a, a nice fictional scenario uh, that I had the pleasure of setting up. But before we, before we get to that, we're, we're getting quite close to the festive season. Well, I'm sure this is going to come a while after. But Mackie, tell me, are there any kind of things ar around the festive season, Christmas and New Year's, that you you make sure that you do every single year or that you 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 enjoy doing uh around this time of year oh i love talking about uh, talking about the past when the to the people in the future because by the time this episode comes out those people will probably be saying jeez remember that day back in 2022 when that thing happened and was so relevant at that time like will smith slapping that guy on the oscar stage but no, no. <laughs> it's one of those weird things where recording comes on much later than obviously at what's relevant to today. And as the audience probably can tell, we record these episodes way in advance because we have a lot of episodes coming your way and you should be excited because we're here to stay. Huh. <laughs> Can't get rid of us, people. <laughs> so um, in terms of traditions, not really. Um, Look, when I was younger, we would obviously go get a tree. And that is a, one of the traditions that my uh, family like to do is that myself and my, uh, well, I would be one of the people to be designated decorator of the tree. And then these will be these like little wooden Christmas toy doll men that you could just like hang on the tree. And that would be my, my box to unpack. But yeah, no, Christmas is a very special time where the whole day, my family, we stick to, we stay in like a single room if we are to stay inside for the day. And by a single room, I mean that we all 
play games, chat openly. So we have a much more festive time. We get out the party games, the board games, and we spend pretty much the whole day playing games at well. Our father, he would be prepping something like really labyrinth for dinner that would take like eight hours to cook. And by the time it's like gets to dinner, we all like sit at the table, present all this amazing, delicious mouth-watering food. And yeah, we go, we have a really fun, fulfilling day on Christmas. And yourself, Jotun? So our family is also very similar. We, we spend a ridiculous amount of time cooking the food. And waiting for the food to cook because we're we're Afrikaans and we like <laughs> we really pack it away on Christmas and then for the most part like we're one of those families that we we generally do our own thing most of the time but but come Christmas then like we're a very musical family so my dad will play the piano and then we'll all sing like Christmas carols for an hour together and we we generally watch something together as well although it, it might not necessarily be Christmas themed like the one year we were watching Vikings and the other year we were watching The Witcher but we generally watch something together and <laughs> The Witcher had, a festive movie yeah eh? <laughs> yeah I think we're going to watch Die Hard this year because that's a Christmas classic. 100%. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, we, we have at least two big meals. We have a big Christmas lunch and a big Christmas dinner. And then come evening time, we're, we're, we're all pretty tired from all the food. And so uh, most of the family goes to bed early, but I don't really go to bed early. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually a night owl, so... I'd rather get less sleep on Christmas Eve to have more Christmas time and then still go to bed late uh, on Boxing Day. <laughs> when was the last time, like, did you always believe in Santa Claus or was there ever a time that you, like, you always knew that it was your parents, but you kind of wanted to believe in the superstition? I'm not exactly sure, eh? Because I don't think I was ever, like, someone that would be saying, oh, there's Steffi Santa. I remember being young and then obviously being surprised by all these randomly presents lying by the tree. But don't get me wrong, that was a real big surprise. But when, when my parents said, oh, Santa Claus, I didn't necessarily like say, oh, that must be Santa Claus. I kind of like said, mm, I don't know where these presents came from, but yeah, they can, uh, I'm still very surprised. There's a lot of open presents by the tree. I want to open them, but don't know who brought them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm not actually sure. I don't remember my memories from those days that well. And I geez, I never I don't think there was even a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, Sansa isn't real. Like lies. <laughs> what have I been what have I been led to believe all my life? Mum, pup, you cheat you yeah. tricked me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to to the best of my knowledge in South Africa, I don't think that belief in Santa is that big a thing. Mm, mm. Or am I mistaken? Yeah, it is a bit of a question mark. So I don't know many. I actually don't know anyone who's like was so so fully invested by the jolly fat man coming down the, ch the chimney to drop off the presents <laughs> to all the good <laughs> boys and girls. Because even if like I know a kid was like really bad, he would still get like this awesome uh, remote control car. So I think that like the the bad 
badness of getting a lump of coal was not really implemented. So I don't know. Like I agree with you. I don't think it was a huge thing in South Africa. Could be corrected. Yeah, yeah. Everybody who disagrees, let us know. <laughs> but anyway, Sansa brings gifts to everyone, and like, like that's that's a very a very happy time of year, and children really, really look forward to it. But I thought of having a different kind of wealth be the topic of today's episode. But before we get to that, Mackie, how, like, it can sometimes be hard to find interesting podcasts and stuff like ours. Where exactly can everybody find us, this podcast? Oh, yes. Everyone from the future, this is Mackie from the past, who's now going to be telling you where you can currently find us on or to chat with us and ramble shamble. Now, again, but at this time, Twitter's still been going through the works and we are making our presence a little bit more known on Twitter. So we try to post up the notifications there because who knows, Twitter's going to be more free of a channel. Maybe they, uh, maybe I'm like predicting here and you guys can maybe praise me because I'm correct in the future is that Twitter's planning to release videos there. And who knows, we might transfer some videos to Twitter. But if not, we are on YouTube and Ramble and Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Pop Podcasts, and a number of other platforms that you guys can just kind of, kind of find us. But the best way to talk to us, like usual, is Discord. And on Discord, you can basically chat with us, game with us, share podcast ideas, comment on the different episodes with, that we've done so far. Even if it's an old episode, we'd still love to hear you guys' opinion on these certain matters. And those comments are also really handy for our Ramble Shrapnel which is all those little bits and pieces where Yotin's always the best to do describing the little bits and pieces. We have this thing called Ramble Shrapnel where we take your guys' input and any kind of answer that you give us based on the questions that we ask you inside the main episode so that we can use your feedback to make even more content that you guys want. Now, we know that you guys actually want this com this content because you suggest the topics inside some kind of chat, inside the YouTube comments or Discord chat, even on the social media. If you guys, you know, hit us up over there with a topic that you guys find interesting and the answers that we ask for inside of the main episodes, who won the episode, who had the better argument. What about this aspect of what we were talking about? And we take that and riff about it for, for just 15 to 20 minutes, spin a yarn about that and provide our insights because we have such massive brains mm. about, what you, <laughs> about what you guys want us to talk about. We can't think about every single topic under the sun or even about everything having to do with a single topic. And that's why we rely on your guys' input to make a better thing. Yeah, so please answer the questions that we ask and let us know what, what we should talk about next. Okay, so let's get to the actual topic of today. I told you a while ago that we should act like we are pirates and we get to choose any loot, any hoard from the past that we want to rob or uh, <laughs> snag. 
and I just thought that's really cool. Basically, we're time-traveling pirates. But then you started to ask me a few more questions about the topic. And so, yeah, I had to concede and say that there have to be a few rules about oh, no. going about this. Basically, now, <clears throat> the rules are you are a guy from our, like our time now who finds a time-traveling device. But you don't know exactly how it works. All that you know is that you can go back to one point in the past to, to, to pull off the greatest heist ever. And then, well not heist, the heist is when you assemble like a team of people. Rather, you, you can loot any treasure from the past and come back to the present with that loot. And that's it. Don't, you don't get to go like hopscotch to all your favorite places from the past. And I also said that wherever you go, and this is where I'm going to catch you out if it doesn't make sense. <laughs> wherever you go, you are limited to the technology of the past. The unique thing that you have to your advantage is knowing about the events in our history and how you can basically just be a, a smart ass and take it at the right time so that you can actually get away with it and pull it pull this this looting off but like i can't go to geez i can't go to the i don't know the the the, the tomb of a pharaoh and try to like overpower all of the slaves and guards <laughs> with guns because guns didn't exist in that time. You, you're limited to the technology over there in that time period and you have to pull this off now using that but also using your superior knowledge of that. A superior brain. <laughs> yeah, and so th that's it. That's all the rules. Otherwise... Go All off. of history is your play, your, yeah, it's your, your play pit, your sand pit. Have fun. It's a sandbox, I mean. Okay, okay. Do you want me to go first or are you going to regale us of your perfect heist? I think that I'm going to let you go first over here. Okay. Because you, I know that you're a really preppy person <laughs> and you probably have like a whole stack of notes. Oh, so, look, I can hear it. Uh, <laughs> You're, you're probably, like, just bursting at the seams to get your go over here. Oh, so I'm going to let you have that chance. Okay, so like Jotun likes to do, I will mention the one that I have done extensive research on and why I think it's the perfect heist. Now, I won't bore you guys because there's a lot of details, but I thought when Jotun posed this question, I was thinking that probably the best, like, the best treasure to steal is one that was never recovered in our time because like time travel oh. not knowing which time travel does affect i think if i saw like say the mona lisa as it was just painted a the mona lisa wasn't that popular as soon as it was completed it needed the time and obviously that kind of stuff and if i were to take it at a later stage it might affect history in a, in a different way we might have different things we might have dogs driving cars who knows so i decided to go for a treasure that was lost to time, where it was still existent, don't get me wrong, but because we were unable to find it. 
Now, I thought that was just like the perfect one because now it poses the question. Have I already stole that loot? Am I sitting upon a fortune that only the audience knows now? Who knows? So, <laughs> with that long intro kind of concluded, I decided to go for... Oh, spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. Now, I would love Jotun to correct me on the pronunciation of this word. Is San Jose, uh, a Spanish vessel that was... San Jose. San Jose. It's got to come, come from the throat. Thank you, Jotun. San Jose. San Jose. Um, <laughs> so... While well done on making <laughs> Spanish sound French. San <laughs> Jose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I could say that from, like the rest of the evening. I'll or Italian, to be honest. Yeah. Like, you could be an Italian chef. I probably could if I had enough practice. Who knows? But uh, the San Jose ship, basically a Spanish fleet that has been recently found. I will admit it. So the audience might say, oh, but Mac, you broke it. No. The reason why I say that ship, because it technically was found, but I still think that it's, it was so recent that it's still possible that I could kind of get away with it. So the San Jose ship, a Spanish fleet, uh, in the past, the Spanish would were, during that time, would chop loot from massive areas. Loot, I mean, like not just the, the Brits used to loot and pillage. So did the Spanish. And they would ch- carry these massive hordes of loot on these ships and sail them across wherever they needed to go. And San Jose was one of those ships. Now, the particular year and day, I have that dotted down because obviously I'm, I can only go back to one day in time. So the on June 8th, 1708, that's the date that, that the heist is gonna occur. However, I will be there a few months early. So a few months before June, so maybe August, sorry, not August, sorry, apologies, like May. For the purpose of during May, that was when San Jose was basically looting from Panama. So they were busy gathering the loot and all the treasure that they could get, gain from Panama. And I would try to get into that day, the day where they were looting. So they were basically hoarding everything on the ship to set sail. And I would initially, this was this is how the house would go. I would arrive at Panama. With the people all confused, so before I would leave to go in this time machine, I would dress up dress up in the apparel that the Spanish people used to wear back in the time. Now, obviously, I cannot speak a word of Spanish. <laughs> let's let's be honest. You could go to a costume store and get like cheap plastic stuff, and oh, you would probably be able to look like that. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so so everybody, this wouldn't even be an expensive like get up. Oh. <laughs> you could easily just go to a costume store and look like a Spanish conquistador, probably. Yeah, and I'll choose like an outfit that makes me look like a prop, like almost like a slave. Like people know I'm there, but they don't want to spend a day or a minute of time with me because they see they see me and they say, oh, look at that dirty filth. I don't want that guy anywhere near me. He can stay down by the slaves and just get, get do busy, do all the busy work. So <laughs> I would dress up blend with the crowd to help load all the items and stuff. So I'll kind of put myself in amongst the crew, but I wouldn't stand out. I will try to do, how to say, not the minimum amount of work, but enough work uh, to kind of do what I need to do so they don't get upset with me, but not enough work that they kind of notice me that I'm a hard worker. So I'll try to stay by myself, do what I can do to assist where possible. And basically 
when it comes to the day, uh, June 8th, 1708, probably a week or two in before, now those ships, obviously during that time, they didn't have these massive fridges that they could travel on their ship. Most of their food, water, and rations were very, uh, there was an incredibly high chance of it becoming spoiled. So in other words, people got the, they got the craps or the shit nuggets um, all the time. And it's not unusual for that to occur. So I thought, okay, if I can kind of, obviously this has to be of the items in the past. If I can just get some of that spoiled like rat meat or feces or that kind of thing and stop mixing it with water supply while having my own little personal pouch of water like a week before. So I'll be rationing this water like forever. <laughs> but just like putting a whole bunch of like rat feces into the water and the food supply where at the time, by the time it gets to that particular day, everyone will be crapping themselves, be sick on the floor, be having weird diseases and there wouldn't be much of a fight. So at that point, on that particular day of 8th June, 1708, a British vessel will come by and kind of blast that ship to pieces. It kind of destroys the entire fleet and then gets sunk. But before that, since the guards will be on the floor or being not in a position to fight really well, I would A, knock them out if they were to be still standing up because I would be able to kind of, in a, like a casual way, like I'll go to them and then pow pow, see, uh, try to knock them out because they will be a bit weak due to the lack of food or if they did eat, they would be just too weak because they're too sick. Unlocked the vault and Jotun did acknowledge the fact that I could steal the whole treasure. Now that on board yeah. of that ship. Basically, basically it's a black hole. You can just dump everything. Yeah. But you've got to be able to get the treasure to your time machine. That's the one kick. Okay, so. You've got to be able to carry it. It's not like you can take the time machine and open it like a bag somehow and like put it on the treasure and have it all disappear. No, you've got to like dump buckets of the treasure into the time machine. Okay, but the, can the time machine be portable? Like, I can... You've got to, you've, you've I got can to shrink it to, inside of it. Yes, yeah, so obviously, but I mean, like, can it, like, shrink to, like, say, something I can carry, and then if I want to use it, obviously, like, if I want to uh, take the loot or if I want to go into it, I have to unshrink it. So that's what I mean by, like, it's portable. Like, I can shrink it to a handheld device, and then when I need to use it, I can press a button I, and then expand. I'll allow it. I'll Yay. allow it. Oh, that was going to ruin up a whole plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it, but um, it's it's got to be a, a craft of some device. Oh, 100%. So, like, let's say, have you watched the movie The Time Machine? I think I have. I don't think I remember it. Okay, let's say basically it's the size of a smart car. Okay, okay. And it, it needs, uh, and it has an entrance through which a person can fit for you to get inside. Perfect. But you can't make it like five times that size to fit the whole treasure hoard within one opening. Yeah, no, 100%. So I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll say it's got to be a craft, and then you can shrink it. I don't mind. And you can it. store as much loot. Obviously, if it's like a giant gold statue, I wouldn't be able to stuff yeah. it in. Yeah. But if it's like coins and yeah. stuff, I can store as many coins as I would like. Yeah. Okay. Okay, then that doesn't ruin my plan because how I understood the prompt when you rated it to me is that I still had to get I still had to get in the area, and if I'm in yeah. the loot area, obviously I want to make a quick escape to go back to my own time. But if I need to now yeah. take this loot out of the area and to my time machine, 
makes it a whole different scenario. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's 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 mix IPs a little bit. Let's say it's one of those capsules from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I like that. You can make it into a vehicle, and then you can shrink it back up again. Perfect. Isn't that even called Capsule Corp? Yeah, or something? it's called Capsule Corp. Yeah. Okay. Yes, so, uh, my knowledge isn't out of date. So basically, back to the scenario. So guards cracking on the floor or too, too, too weak to fight off. Now, on that particular day, I will open the gates with the lock because they would have it. So they will store the treasure. So I did study the ship during, before this episode. And I I could be wrong. And please, Jotun, this is where I would greatly like to hear your input. Watch, 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 Mackie. Just have like blueprints of the ship saying like, I will go through the, the front entrance, lower the, <laughs> uh, the, the the boarding plank, put everything inside. Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. So I just from the ship layout, I would say that the gold and the loot would be placed near the bottom of the ship, the bottom back of the ship, not near the front, because if it's near the front, any holes would cause damage to the wealth, the loot. So it would be yeah. near the bottom of the ship, near the back. That's how I understand it. Now, Jotun, you might know this person. That's just my engineering mind that makes more sense to it. So obviously I would. No, that that's that that seems perfectly logical. Yeah. Because you you wouldn't want to put it at the actual hull of the ship because if you do come aground somewhere or if you, you, you there's just like unexpected rocks or something. Yeah. Then you're right. It would just leak out. And plus, if you look at the 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 design of galleons, mm -hmm. then that is where either crew quarters would be or the brig of the ship would be. Or maybe even the captain's quarters. Yeah. So that seems like a logical place. Yeah. So I would take the key to the, the cell of the vault, open it up. So now the guards have been, the two guards, or they would be basically two guards because I'm attacking this, this time when the ship is about to be attacked. So they know it's battle station. So any able people be reading up the cannons, will be rushing around, shouting orders and telling people to not cry and poop on the floor at the same time. It doesn't make sense. And um, mm -hmm. I'll be under, underneath, uh, took out the guards that were kind of looking after the vault and opened the vault. From there, now I will tell you the loot. So the total amount of loot in the ship consists of gold coins, silver coins, and emeralds, which to in today's currency, if I were to bring all that gold and that loot, all that entire stash of loot to this year, would be worth 17 billion dollars american dollars so it's quite a hefty amount of loot now i'm not saying that i would be able to take the entirety of that loot because again the ship is about to go down with the, a lot of crashing and i don't want my time machine to be damaged so obviously people have seen this ship this british ship coming this way and i have an idea like hey now these guys are going to be too preoccupied with that i'm going to go into the vault grab a few gold coins and then pull guys aside and basically bribe them with the money. By bribing, I would bribe them into helping me load as much of the gold, the silver, the emeralds into the ship, and they can take into my vessel. So I'll pop the capsule, throw it uh, near the entrance, and show them because I would not, I can't speak Spanish, so this would be very hard to communicate without it. Uh, show them me stuffing it in the ship, and then they can take as much as they want. Again, they might just take the loot and just start running. But uh, hopefully I can bribe them enough or confuse them enough to kind of 
show them they must just load it into this vessel. So I'm willing to accept here as a kind of like a say, okay, this is actually how much reduce you're going to be able to take. Roughly, say, a third, if I'm lucky, before the ship starts getting explosions. And as soon as I see like the first explosion or the first kind of warning shots start going off, I'm immediately going in my time machine and escaping back into the future. That is, that's my strategy. So I would say I'd get a few billion out of that to have all that delicious wealth in my hands. I'll be an instant billionaire. So I think that was a decent time heist. What do you think? I think you're going to kill me, though. <laughs> huh. Okay, so I had a very similar idea, but not exactly the same idea. Okay. Now, um, my, my, my plan was not to go for the San Jose gold or Ooh. the San... Uh, let me let me just say it like a Californian. The the San Jose gold. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> but rather, I thought, what would be the treasure in history that would be the least amount of effort for me to acquire it? And so my uh... mind also <laughs> immediately jumped to the Spanish going to the Americas. Okay. But I thought, you know what? Coincidentally, when Cortez went to the to to the Americas Americas to go colonize over there, he was heralded by the Aztecs as a god. And they basically gave him all of that gold. And so I thought, hmm, you know what? I should actually just go there like a year before Cortez went there. And just like show up and be there, and the Aztecs would just give me all of their gold as a god. So basically, I would go there, probably to like their temples, and just like miraculously show up in my time machine. Oh, no, no, that's using the future. Ah, 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 wrong tool, then, my friend. You have to make that thing hidden. Because remember, you said you can't use anything from your current time, only that their time. So if you used your time machine to magically appear, you immediately like saying, hello, time please. This guy is now coming from a distant future. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what I was told, at least. No using anything from the future. <laughs> yeah, but surely there's the exception of the time machine itself. I guess so. I actually know, but I also use my time machine. Yeah, I guess so. That makes sense. If I say yeah, that, then my so- one doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I I just show up in the time machine in their temple, and then they're like, "Holy, holy crap!" They like this guy just teleported here, and he's got this this white skin. He must be a god. <laughs> and so then I just go there, and I basically just show up, and they would give me all of their treasure, and I'd just be like, "Well, put it in, over here inside my my magic portal," and like the gold would just disappear and they'd be like oh my gosh like how is he doing that and all of that and then i don't even need to do any work or anything i'm just living there being pampered while they're just shoveling all that gold and all those jewels in there but okay so yeah and then geez i don't even know if they like what the limit to that value would be like because I wouldn't have the trouble of hauling it all off on side of a Spanish, a Spanish galleon 
that you know there's the risk of it sinking maybe you can't overburden the ship or anything like that i don't have to spread it out over various galleons to make because logically speaking even with like the east india trading company you can't put all of the valuable things that you want to ship over the ocean on one ship because mm -hmm. casualties do happen and so you got to try spread out your investment on like five galleons or something or uh, even more than that so that when a storm on the ocean hits then you don't lose everything even though you do expect some kind of a loss with your uh, with your investments and your trading and so that that risk doesn't even exist for me it just goes straight in the time machine and once they're like oh like all the gold is done that's about as much as we can afford then i'm like okay your reward will come soon <laughs> and then i just get in the sh the the ship and the machine and disappear and then in the future nobody's vetted all of this gold that's yeah. come with me and like basically i don't have to there's there's no record of it i don't have to worry about uh like not being able to sell it to to vendors and things or they would probably be like where the hell did you get it from yeah but i mean it's not like trying to steal the crown jewels of england oh, sure. and then being like really dude like we know where this comes from how the hell did you get it or even like trying to burgle the scottish yard when it was just started or something like this treasure that we got totally unprotected basically nobody nobody's it's, there's no danger to you really to try to acquire it and nobody from the future can be can refer to some kind of a record and say but this is this gold like how the hell did you get it it's it's clearly not a counterfeit so yeah i had a very similar plan to you i do say look uh i didn't take into account or i didn't really consider the kind of like now i got this loot now how do i sell it uh part because that's going to be a whole another can of worms to debuckle but i will say there's one glaring flaw to your plan but i can see you could still kind of get around it if the people are as we expect them to be civilized to some extent because again we don't know what the, the those kind of people were back then maybe they were uh cannibals we don't know we know they did a lot of sacrifices and would look at you as a god because you just appeared in like a bright shining light as soon that's how you appear but communication is going to be a huge problem barrier for you unless you know unless you know how to speak to them like would you like show them and obviously you would portable like they will like pull you aside poke you feel you then they'll all be worshiping you on the floor and i guess you could still like communicate without like showing sun but it'll take you quite a while what do you think how would you speak spanish to the like i said i'm not going to say a word to them i was going to like kind of just hide be com like a like a complete uh abnormal an abnormality where i am not going to speak to anyone i'm not going to like like get close to anyone i'm just like basically there being working my work working what i need to do and then when i get to the point where i kind of bribe people to help me I, I got around that by saying that I'll bring coins or, or some some of the gold, show them, and then show them me stuffing my ship there, and then I'll say, "Here you go." 
And if they were to like hide a few coins in their pockets, it's fine. I would still get the manpower to help me load as much of the loot as possible before the British ship starts engaging in battle. I would basically do the most obvious kind of like physical acting and yeah. uh, <laughs> using just like physical body language like to show them I'm hungry I would like point at my mouth and rub rub my stomach so that they can bring all their food and stuff I can tell what they first they're gonna do they're gonna look at you and they're gonna, they're gonna do the same thing you do like ah 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 and then they're gonna yeah. do the same ah 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 <laughs> And and like I'm I'm a god, so they 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 wouldn't bring me like their most common food. They would want to spoil me as yeah. well. And then I would like it's in the temple where there would probably be gold because it's also something that they valued. So I'd show the thing like I'd indicate to the golden thing, pick it up, and they wouldn't do anything to me. I mean I'm a god, and I like pick it up and like chuck it inside the time machine oh. and then I'll show them Whoa. you you there you pick up gold and throw it in the time machine and you see this guy go like pick a coin and then drop it there and then they go oh 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 yeah basically like granted we'll have to resort to basic human body language but I think you'd have to do that basically in any time yeah. even if you went to an English like an English-speaking place. Jeez, mm. you've got maybe up until the time of Shakespeare, and then oh, like 100%. the language, like the 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 communicable language just breaks down before that. Yeah, and so that is what I'm 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 putting forward to you. But I do have a runner-up. Do you have a runner-up as well? I have a funny runner-up, but it's. it's not very as well thought through as my initial one, but I love your plan because it's simple and I have to agree, it is pretty genius to go back in the time to the simpler days. I just had the kind of factors that I didn't pick one of those things, but I was, that's where my run-up is going to come up as well. Okay, should I say my run-up then? Uh, first, I want to comment on yours. Yes. So I thought, I thought <laughs> while you were saying your thing that I could do yours better. Oh, 100%. But then I thought, like, it, it kind of relies on technology from the future or a medicine of the future. Like, just, it would be so easy if you could just go into the past with, like, roofies oh, or psychedelics. Oh, 100%. And then you I just, hoped. like, make everybody just trip balls on the ship. <laughs> like, they're not paying attention. They don't know what's going on. Show up a week before the English come and attack. Everyone's just like, no idea what's going on. They're all just like seeing bright colors and hearing sounds and tasting vision and stuff. <laughs> just like go there with a whole bunch of LSD, basically. <laughs> and then you could just do whatever you want to take all the treasure. But then I thought like, okay, but can't take technology. I do guess medicine, cancer technology. But what you could have done is you could have, like, acquired uh, ayahuasca or something from the Americas before you left and then drugged the hell out of the ship. And then everybody would be basically vomiting their guts out for, like, two days or something. True. So they 100%. also would be out of action. But you see, the, the one of the things was, for me, is that I had to make it seem like the timeline would still be fixed. So I still needed uh, to get the people to the ship to, to the battle so it's still sync, 
So then the loot yeah. would still could be considered lost. So I could still get away ah. with as much as I could. And the timeline would still technically be safe because the, lo- the treasure was lost. Obviously, in 2018, yeah. they did find the ship. I don't think they found all the loot. So technically, I could still say, look, I still consider to say uh, keep the timeline safe enough. Again, like uh, Jotun said, this, this loot was not really vetted. And obviously, it was lost at a certain time. So I just found it. Finders keepers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't give a shit about the timeline, to be honest. <laughs> Just steal the stuff and disappear. Uh. The only, so I think the biggest way, I think it's actually kind of necessary that you do preserve the timeline to some extent, because any, any place where you can severely disrupt the timeline is actually a place where the treasure itself is very well guarded. Mm, mm. And so, you know, good luck even taking on three three warriors who have been training as a warrior their entire life. Yeah. And now I just, like, show up there, try to take a hatchet or a sword or something, and try to take out three professional warriors. Not I, I wouldn't happen. stand a chance. Wouldn't I wouldn't happen. even stand a chance against a single one of them. Yeah. Except for by some absolute fluke. No, 100%. Uh, that's why, for your case, I think with the time machine that they would consider you a god, even with your, like, your modern-day clothing. But I wouldn't yeah. be able to get away with that with the Spanish because they would be too protective or on their like valuable treasures. They wouldn't consider me as a god. They would consider me as like yeah. this entity that must be destroyed and then we'll take whatever we find. Yeah. So that's why I thought during the time when they're loading that that's like the best time to just kind of like join the loading team. They like say, oh, this guy's helping me. Why, why, why would he help me? Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, should I give my funny runner up? It's a bit more yeah. casual. Briefly give your runner, yeah. runner up, yeah. So now that we know pretty much where all these special gold veins are, on, are in America, I would travel back to the rustling, bustling cowboy times where gold was a thing to be found. And if you found a vein, you'll be filthy rich. And I would first, I'll get a special stick. And this stick would not be special in any ways, but I would sell, I would sell it to be a very, very special stick. And my strategy is, so with my special stick, I would go to a big corporation. Um, Apple was non-existent during that time, but an organization as big as like, similar to Apple where, of that size, where the entrepreneurs are hungry for wealth and would find the easiest, most profitable way to find it. And I would approach them. Whoever, whoever built the American railway exactly. system. Probably them. Yeah. So I would approach them and say, good day, sir. And obviously I will try to adopt the best uh, cowboy or American accent I can. Or I might just stick to the normal and say, I'm a traveling man from a different distant land. And I have a special stick. Well, no, sorry, I want to call it a special stick. I have a special tool that helps me find a massive Ark gold vein. Accent, 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 accent. Oh, do you hear the crowd? The crowd, all we, we all want to hear this this cowboy accent of yours. I haven't done Come one on. for in on, so long. Slap on that, <laughs> slap on that thick Texas accent. Oh, uh, I have to. Nah, sorry, not not this time round. I'll I'll brush it up in a future episode. I will. I'll, probably next episode, I will do a cowboy accent for you guys. Better listen to it. I'll put a lot of effort and work into it. 
I think my accent would kind of come out Australian or oh, 100%. <laughs> or New Zealandish or Kiwi. Oh, 100%. So I would approach them with my Tali Do stick and tell them, Good day, sir. Uh, we got this stick or this tool that helps me find the best gold veins in this here land. And all I need is your money to help me initially find these uh, mine these gold veins. I take 10%, you take 90%. No, no, no lower, no higher. So basically they there would obviously be some negotiations and some proof to show off and then I'll show the first vein, give them the full 90% and say, don't worry, once that vein is uh, running a bit short, I'll show them to the next vein, to the next vein until the, until I get like a nice storage and I'll say, yes, I got a, I got one last gold vein that I think I can find with my hair tool and with this tool and with this vein, all I'm asking is that we keep the gold on all in the same place because it's 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 really important for really making this tool more powerful so that they know that this tool gets better range for some stupid reason. The more gold is in a more central location, so I can use the power of the gold to find more gold. Makes sense, right? And with this tool, the very last gold vein that I would research would be the largest. And with the gold all in one central location, I would then because they would trust me so much, because I'll just be like giving them so much wealth so quickly so fast i'll probably have a special access to go visit the gold area and i'll just start dumping gold and just spending my like day after day just dumping more and more gold in my time machine dumping 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 and just gone and i would leave the stick behind <laughs> so <laughs> just leave my calling card <laughs> just on the floor <laughs> and then you'll get back to you'll get back to your current like your actual time yeah and then you'll just read the history books about <laughs> this, this this one guy that came back in time and showed all this gold to the people well, not even sh this guy that came from back to the time <laughs> like oh yeah this guy that just showed up one day this this <laughs> this visionary this absolute seer and he <laughs> He, he left behind his device and then like a bunch of stupid monkeys or stupid apes they were all just like trying to use the stick and they don't they, they, they can't find out what's how does this technology work how did this guy get the stick to show them uh, where all the gold is uh, uh, and but... they tried to they 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 conducted like research on it and it took them a decade but they couldn't find it out and because they are big entrepreneurs, I also think the fact is that they would not want this to be let out to the press, that they got fooled by a hustler who claimed that you could find all this gold, which he did. But now all the gold is gone and the tool that he's so-called use is on, on the floor. And when they obviously done investigations on how to use this tool, they realized it was just a stick. And I think they would keep it under wraps because I don't think they would like their public appearance to be humiliated by the fact that they got tricked by a guy with a stick. <laughs> Jeez, dude. How evil Smart. is that, though? <laughs> Smart. Get uh, the natives to do grunt labor for you. Oh, big time. But that, that would... The only reason why I didn't say that was my front runner is because it would take time. Like, I would be gone for, like, years just to get all that gold. Because the longer as I spend, obviously, yeah. the more gold I'll get. But, obviously, yeah. I don't want to be stuck in that area for, like, three years. Because that area was pretty dangerous. But yeah. Yeah. There's like a sweet spot you gotta aim for. Yeah. Enough money so that maybe your grandkids will also live wealthily. Yeah. But then after that, I mean, 
there's only so much life you can live, you know? So then back to the future True. where there's Wi-Fi and tech <laughs> and video games. <laughs> okay, so this, this here is... My, my runner-up is one called the Lemminkainen Gold, which Ooh. is uh, based off of a popular figure inside the Kalevala, which is the national uh, mythological epic of Finland. And this treasure hoard, which is like 15 billion pounds worth of gold, or about $20 billion, was all discovered inside a, temp a temple in, I believe it's in Finland, in 1984. So what mm. I would do is just discover it in 1980 instead. Oh, but then not not to release it to the press or anything like that. Just like show up with a with a few tractors or something or a few trucks and m remove the temple uh, doors and just take it all. Yeah. Jeez. Smooth, quick and effective. Nobody discovered in the, in the past. Nobody knows about it. It's just like this treasure hoard in some underground temple. Yeah. Actually very clever. I also thought about that but I thought that how would I find it if it's if it's not the location was never found? I guess if you focus on a treasure that was found, we just not to see it in the future. Yeah. Then. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. So the reason why I didn't use this as the main thing is that I got to do all the work to get the gold, <laughs> whereas with the Aztecs, they would do all of it for me. Mush, mush. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, jeez. If I had that much gold, dude. Yo, I don't even know. Yo, dude. Feed all the hungry in Africa, like after I, after I take a, a slice enough for myself to start an awesome gaming studio or game dev studio and live comfortably till at least my grandkids and then feed the hungry in Africa or something. I don't know. Or uh, be like every other billionaire and hold all the money to yourself until you're about to die then give all the money away because you're about to pass away anyways. No, I'd be a massive philanthropist and fund the building of an electric supplier, an electricity and supplier that actually works. Yeah, that's instead true. Instead of ESCOM. <laughs> I can imagine. You wouldn't be living in the same country if you had that money, dude. Don't be honest. Totally different. Like yeah, you, you would still live in South Africa, don't get me wrong, but I think you would also start traveling, buy property no, overseas. I would, I would buy like all of Lesotho and make it my own enclave, my own country inside 100%. of South Africa. That's clever. That's what I would do. Yeah. Now you bring the money into wise things. I haven't even thought <laughs> about those money things. <laughs> uh, okay. Everyone, please tell us whose treasure do you think was the actual biggest looting of all time or would be in that scenario? And who had the more interesting runner-up as well? What, what treasure would you try to hit in the past? Mackie, where can everybody find us again before we finish off this episode? Are there, are there any questions that you want to ask? Ah, I think you've, you've... Well, no, I just would be curious to know, obviously, uh, w obviously the times where would, where would be the best time to hit, that would be an obvious one. But w would you do anything special, like in my, my runner-up as a calling card? Would you do something that would just like... You could take out one thing and then you would just leave behind one little trace of your a possible existence that would just kind of 
tease the mind, like just leaving a simple like calling card, uh, like in Ocean's Eleven, there it was Ocean's Twelve, where the guy would leave a, a shaped fox origami, um, origami style. But yes, uh, to conclude the episode, guys, just very briefly, you can again find our episodes on almost every podcasting platform, and we also post these to YouTube and Ramble as much as we can. YouTube is more consistent, and we do appreciate you guys giving us all the likes, five stars, and everything that you can find on those different platforms. And if you guys don't know, we do have a gaming channel called Fumble Shamble. And if you guys did enjoy this, don't forget, we do post these episodes every Thursday. And if you didn't quite like this episode, feel free to listen to another episode. There's a, a, a variety of topics that we have tackled. And the list will just keep on keep on growing. So we'll definitely nail one or two episodes that pique your interest. And maybe that will pique your interest to explore topics that you were not too aware of or not to didn't really ask yourself in that current time but until then your comments are very powerful to help power our smaller yet not let any less significant ramble shrapnel Jotun, take it away ramble shrapnel is our way of showing you guys that we care about what you think right most most podcasts out there they don't really give a crap about their audience in terms of how they can contribute to their channel beyond the views and uh, like the reviews, like a five-star review or anything. We do really appreciate that and we really would like it if you guys give us a like and a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. But the way in which you guys can contribute the most towards our podcast is by leaving us a comment letting us know in one of the various social medias what you think we should talk about next and who won this week's uh, competition. It was me. Like, who had the better treasure heist? It was me. <laughs> who had the better... Who was the better pirate, me. right? <laughs> who was the better pirate? Who had the better runner-up? And probably the most interesting, what treasure loot would you try to loot from the past yeah let us know in one of our social media or inside the comments thank you again for for joining us today inside of this episode and we'll see you next time bye bye everyone bye bye